0: There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band a of brothers. brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for, he'd tell you of Camp Cobbsey so far, far away. Yeah. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbassy so far far away. so far, far away. of so far, away. Good evening, Cobbesey families, and welcome to the Cobbesey Evening Fireside Podcast. The warriors and the braves are in their beds, the sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. And they are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. And this is your blue sheet report for what happened today, six twenty one 2019 The solstice. It is the longest day of the year today. Today was an alphabet day A. The OD shift tonight is half in, half out, and there's a happy birthday today to one of our counselors, whose name is Deontay Lemons, but he just goes by Zesty. For obvious reasons this evening's events was a campfire and a new camper meeting today with me in my house as is traditional on the second day of camp and then today at the utility period was just lakeside important announcements well first of all it was the first day of camp there's like all camp cleanup any of the warriors that showed up late had health checks and we had a big our first big residence life meeting today at third period Laundry day today with staff. And then our fun fact today comes to us from our own accountant, Elijah Rogers Peterson, is a sponsored pickleball player. That's right, the one with the wooden rackets, pickleball. On deck for tomorrow night is a group night, and in the hole we have brothers and our first round of Watermelon League. Kava choices today. Around the world for the Braves, also for the Braves, balloon ball volleyball painting in the grove, mountain biking, and ziplining. For the warriors, we had the leap of faith. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but you get down next to the waterfront and there's this single pole and it has a series of rungs on it that you have to get to with a ladder that gets taken away for safety reasons. Put the ladder up there and you climb the ladder, you get to the top, you get to the rungs, and you climb up these single rungs. They're like giant staples stuck into the pole. Climb all the way up the pole. And you have to get from the last rung onto the top of the pole. And it's not more than eight inches wide, this wooden pole. And you get up there with both your feet, side by side, on this eight inch wide pole. And you look up and there is a single trapeze bar floating out there, slowly blowing in the breeze. And right behind that is the silhouette of Spirit Island. And you jump off that. It's called the Spirit Island Leap. And it's very difficult to catch that trapeze. I should have said at the beginning of this that of course you're wearing a helmet and you're, you've got a big old harness on and it's impossible for you to get hurt. But that's, that's not what your body's telling you at this time as you leap off a perfectly good, tiny pole into the main air and try to catch this trapeze. It's pretty amazing. We also had a three-on-three basketball tournament at the Cabo Dome, and we had archery at the archery range and super knockout. Outdoor basketball court, Griff's court. We also had a game of touch rugby today for the Warriors on the football field. Council and Sage, all 69 of them, had swim checks. That's right. and didn't get to swim checks yesterday, so they did them today during Cabo Choice. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today. 621, 21st of June, the summer solstice. A magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cobbasy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbasy itself, and I spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. And those times were often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. This morning, it was raining again, which was not great news given that we had a pretty big day of rain the day before, but the boys didn't seem to care. They got out there excited, fired up. And we also got lucky with the weather a little bit in that it was warm. Really lovely warm weather, even though it was cloudy, a little bit of drizzle. And then by the end of breakfast, even the drizzling was gone and everyone was raring to go. All of the heads of areas didn't even blink when I asked if we could be out in the fields. They would not even dream of having an indoor day on our first full day of program. And so at 9.30, after cleanup. The first cleanup up of the year. And after a really good breakfast, eggs and muffins, everybody streamed out onto the fields of play. And I don't know how many of you have met our head of baseball, but Coach Tom Donahue is a very thick Boston accent and an excellent sense of humor and a good sense of symbolism and of propriety and of baseball tradition. And one of his personal traditions is on the first day of program, he schedules Braves, that's the youngest, second, third, or fourth graders, to come down to Field, where he has his first baseball class. It's 9.30 every first day. And he doesn't start just right away with baseball. No, no. He gets all of the Braves that came down for baseball, and he lines them up on the field, and he teaches them the national anthem. So you have Tom Donahue, who is obviously a professional coach, in all seriousness, with only the smallest of glint of mischief in his eye. And a whole bunch of second, third, and fourth graders, stiff-backed with formality, sternly looking into the morning sun, as they sing as hard as they can, "Oh, say can you see, by the dawn's early light, with their baseball gloves clasped over their hearts, in the quiet morning of Akavasi day, you have a wonderful way to start the entire sports day. Not a single one of those Braves thought it was funny. It was very serious. And that's because Tom was taking it seriously. And it was a pretty awesome moment. And it's one of my favorite parts of any of the opening days. And then also today is the new camper meeting, which is a pretty fun tradition as well, which is where I invite all of the boys and warriors and Braves who are new to camp. And they get to come down to my house, sit on my couch, which is a gigantic sectional couch. And the Sachem boys, the oldest boys, come down as well. We used to have the council boys too, the new council boys. But it was a little awkward to have these new boys who are also 12 and 13 in there with all the little guys. So we're going to do a separate meeting with them tomorrow. And it was just the Warriors and the Braves. The new Warriors and Braves came down and they got to ask the sachem any questions they wanted. They could ask any questions they wanted. Which ranged from, is it true that the Dakotas building is haunted? To, is there really a lake monster? To, do you ever get homesick? To... Have you ever caught the chip witch in the chip witch challenge? And the sachem, the oldest boys, answered these questions with all the seriousness that they deserve. They had to answer questions about their own bedtimes, to which the sachem replied that they went to bed at 9.30, which may have been an embellishment. And I thought they handled the question about homesickness in a really excellent way. Without any prepping, the sachem very solemnly said that everyone gets homesick and it's totally natural and it's not anything to worry about and that your counselors can help you and so can the older boys and that it doesn't mean you can't be at Camp Kabasi which is exactly what I would have said and I didn't even prep them. And then the Sajan boys teach the Warriors and the Braves the words and the tune to the Kabasi fight song which starts with the word and and then it's fight for Camp Kabasi. As far as I know it's the only fight song that starts with and Later that day, after one of the most famous Lewis Lee meals, which is bread bowls, turkey stew in a bread bowl, the boys streamed down the fields through the warrior's archway across the bridge and onto the warrior's field to amass for the campfire. This is one of the great traditions at the beginning of each session. The boy with the most years amassed at Camp Cobbesee for boys, in this case, Kobe Wagenfeld, gets to bring the fire forward from Spirit Island. He gets to come across the little waterway between Spirit Island and Camp Crobacy with a flaming torch, carried up the lawn, present it to his brothers, the Sachem. They pass it along to each other, and the second most senior, Sachem, Mason Schaefer, got to stand on a big rock holding this flaming torch while everybody else went through the brotherhood sign. And the little ones who couldn't reach the sign themselves were often picked up by bigger boys so they could smack that sign. Maybe you see some pictures of that. Maybe some found sound from that campfire. Everyone settled in there in the amphitheater and it is just a wonderful sight to see the whole camp mushed in there. And I I, I gotta say, this is the sixth year and we didn't used to fill that amphitheater. And now we had to find benches and Overturned logs and so on to pack everyone in there, and the cheering was extra loud. And then on the way out, after all the songs and the fight song and the good night song and the special words we teach the boys and Griff's conversation about competition and sportsmanship, we dismissed the Braves first and wished them good night, then Warriors, then Council, and left are the Sacher. And these are boys, in some cases, I've known for six years since they were little. And there they are, arms crossed, looking carefully into the fire. Just sort of peaceful and contemplative. And I extended a challenge to them that I usually do to most sachem, which is that this is their only sachem year they'll ever get. And that perhaps they should think about it in terms of something that they happen to, instead of something that happens to them. They nodded solemnly in the way of young men. And then all of us walked up and out underneath the brotherhood sign. And it was still light because it's the summer solstice. And then I should also just point out one more thing, which is that not only did I challenge the sachem to make everything of their sachem year, But right at the end of the campfire, after the John Henry song and the legend of John Henry, I asked the boys to just go quiet for a second and think about what they were going to do this summer with their camp, because that's what this is. Cava belongs to the boys. Everyone went quiet and looked up at the trees and maybe out at the lake. Some of them stared into the fire. And right at that moment, maybe because the light was still up so late because of the solstice, an osprey flew overhead and cried out. And then in answer, perhaps, a loon struck up maybe 10 yards off the shore, very loudly. And all these boys turned in wonder to look at that loon sound. Some of them wondering probably what it was in the first place. It's pretty great to have wild things so close in those contemplative moments. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbesee for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. we go to our bus once more. Dear Kaba dear Kaba the wishes from us be yours always, and faithful true, will be to you until we meet.